Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 72. This week we're going to read the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37 through 48. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We're thankful that you are in control, that you know the future, you are in control of the future, that you are working things out according to your plan. We're thankful that you have such a wonderful plan that you will offer us the best gift you can give yourself, that we can know you. It's such an amazing thing. We know we don't deserve it, but we're thankful that you would be willing to be our God. We pray that we can draw closer to you as we read this word of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Ezekiel chapter 37 Yahweh's hand was on me, and he brought me out in Yahweh's spirit, and set me down in the middle of the valley, and it was full of bones. He caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and behold, they were very dry. He said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? I answered, Lord Yahweh, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy over these bones, and tell them, You dry bones, hear Yahweh's word. The Lord Yahweh says to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you will live. I will lay sinews on you, and will bring up flesh on you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you will live. Then you will know that I am Yahweh. So I prophesied as I was commanded. As I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, there was an earthquake. Then the bones came together, bone to its bone. I saw, and behold, there were sinews on them, and flesh came up, and skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the wind, prophesy, son of man, and tell the wind, Lord Yahweh says, Come from the four winds, breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are completely cut off. Therefore prophesy and tell them, The Lord Yahweh says, Behold, I will open your graves, and cause you to come up out of your graves, my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. You will know that I am Yahweh when I have opened your graves and caused you to come up out of your graves, my people. I will put my spirit in you, and you will live. Then I will place you in your own land, and you will know that I, Yahweh, have spoken it and performed it, says Yahweh. Yahweh's word came again to me, saying, You, son of man, take one stick and write on it, for Judah and for the children of Israel his companions. Then take another stick, and write on it, for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel his companions. Then join them for yourselves to one another into one stick, that they may become one in your hand. When the children of your people speak to you, saying, Won't you show us what you mean by these? Tell them. The Lord Yahweh says, Behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel his companions, and I will put them with it 
with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they will be one in my hand. The sticks on which you write will be in your hand before their eyes. Say to them, The Lord Yahweh says, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the nations where they have gone, and will gather them on every side, and bring them into their own land. I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel. One king will be king to them all. They will no longer be two nations. They won't be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. They won't defile themselves any more with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions. But I will save them out of all their dwelling places in which they have sinned, and will cleanse them. So they will be my people, and I will be their God. My servant David will be king over them. They will all have one shepherd. They will also walk in my ordinances, and observe my statutes, and do them. They will dwell in the land that I have given to Jacob my servant, in which your fathers lived. They will dwell therein, they, and their children, and their children's children, forever. David my servant will be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It will be an everlasting covenant with them. I will place them, multiply them, and will set my sanctuary among them forevermore. My tent also will be with them. I will be their God, and they will be my people. The nations will know that I am Yahweh, who sanctifies Israel, when my sanctuary is among them forevermore. Chapter 38 Yahweh's word came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward Gog, of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, The Lord Yahweh says, Behold, I am against you, Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws, and I will bring you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed in full armor, a great company with buckler and shield, all of them handling swords, Persia, Cush, and Put with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all his hordes, the house of Tagorma, in the uttermost parts of the north, and all his hordes, even many peoples with you. Be prepared, yes, prepare yourself, you and all your companies who are assembled to you, and be a guard to them. After many days you will be visited. In the latter years you will come into the land that is brought back from the sword, that is gathered out of many peoples on the mountains of Israel, which have been a continual waste. But it is brought out of the peoples, and they will dwell securely, all of them. You will ascend, you will come like a storm, you will be like a cloud to cover the land, you and all your hordes and many peoples with you. The Lord Yahweh says, It will happen in that day that things will come into your mind, and you will devise an evil plan. You will say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to those who are at rest, who dwell securely, all of them dwelling without walls, and having neither bars nor gates, to take the plunder and to take prey, to turn your hand against the waste places that are inhabited, and against the people who are gathered out of the nations, who have gotten livestock and goods, who dwell in the middle of the earth, Sheba and Dedan, and the merchants of Tarshish, with all the young lions of it, will ask you, Have you come to take the plunder? Have you assembled your company to take the prey, to carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock and goods, to take great plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and tell Gog, The Lord Yahweh says, In that day, 
When my people Israel dwells securely, will you not know it? You will come from your place, out of the uttermost parts of the north, you and many peoples with you, all of them riding on horses, a great company, and a mighty army. You will come up against my people Israel, as a cloud, to cover the land. It will happen in the latter days, that I will bring you against my land, that the nations may know me, when I am sanctified in you, Gog, before their eyes. The Lord Yahweh says, Are you he of whom I spoke in old times by my servants, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied in those days for years that I would bring you against them? It will happen in that day, when Gog comes against the land of Israel, says the Lord Yahweh, that my wrath will come up into my nostrils, for in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath I have spoken. Surely in that day there will be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, all creeping things who creep on the earth, and all the men who are on the surface of the earth will shake at my presence. Then the mountains will be thrown down, the steep places will fall, and every wall will fall to the ground. I will call for a sword against him to all my mountains, says the Lord Yahweh. Every man's sword will be against his brother. I will enter into judgment with him with pestilence and with blood. I will rain on him and on his hordes and on the many peoples who are with him an overflowing shower with great hailstones, fire and sulfur. I will magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will make myself known in the eyes of many nations. Then they will know that I am Yahweh. Chapter 39 You, son of man, prophesy against Gog, and say, The Lord Yahweh says, Behold, I am against you, Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around and will lead you on, and will cause you to come up from the uttermost parts of the north. And I will bring you onto the mountains of Israel. I will strike your bow out of your left hand, and will cause your arrows to fall out of your right hand. You will fall on the mountains of Israel, you and all your hordes, and the peoples who are with you. I will give you to the ravenous birds of every sort, and to the animals of the field to be devoured. You will fall on the open field, for I have spoken it, says the Lord Yahweh. I will send a fire on Magog, and on those who dwell securely in the islands. Then they will know that I am Yahweh. I will make my holy name known among my people Israel. I won't allow my holy name to be profaned any more. Then the nations will know that I am Yahweh, the Holy One in Israel. Behold, it comes, and it will be done, says the Lord Yahweh. This is the day about which I have spoken. Those who dwell in the cities of Israel will go out, and will make fires of the weapons and burn them, both the shields and the bucklers, the bows and the arrows, and the war clubs and the spears, and they will make fires with them for seven years, so that they will take no wood out of the field, and not cut down any of the forests, for they will make fires with the weapons, they will plunder those who plundered them, and rob those who robbed them, says the Lord Yahweh. It will happen in that day, that I will give to Gog a place for burial in Israel, the valley of those who pass through on the east of the sea, and it will stop those who pass through. They will bury Gog and all his multitude there, and they will call it the Valley of Haman Gog. The house of Israel will be burying them for seven months, that they may cleanse the land. Yes, all the people of the land will bury them, and they will become famous in the day that I will be glorified, says the Lord Yahweh. 
that will set apart men of continual employment who will pass through the land. Those who pass through will go with those who bury those who remain on the surface of the land to cleanse it. After the end of seven months they will search. Those who pass through the land will pass through, and when anyone sees a man's bone, then he will set up a sign by it until the undertakers have buried it in the valley of Hamangog. Hamona will also be the name of a city. Thus they will cleanse the land. You, son of man, the Lord Yahweh says, Speak to the birds of every sort and to every animal of the field. Assemble yourselves and come. Gather yourselves on every side to my sacrifice that I sacrifice for you, even a great sacrifice on the mountains of Israel, that you may eat meat and drink blood. You shall eat the flesh of the mighty and drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams, of lambs, and of goats, of bulls, all of them fatlings of Bashan. You shall eat fat until you are full and drink blood until you are drunk, of my sacrifice which I have sacrificed for you. You shall be filled at my table with horses and chariots, with mighty men, and with all men of war, says the Lord Yahweh. I will set my glory among the nations. Then all the nations will see my judgment that I have executed, and my hand that I have laid on them. So the house of Israel will know that I am Yahweh their God, from that day and forward. The nations will know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they trespassed against me, and I hid my face from them. So I gave them into the hand of their adversaries, and they all fell by the sword. I did to them, according to their uncleanness, and according to their transgressions, I hid my face from them. Therefore the Lord Yahweh says, Now I will reverse the captivity of Jacob, and have mercy on the whole house of Israel. I will be jealous for my holy name. They will bear their shame and all their trespasses by which they have trespassed against me when they dwell securely in their land, and no one will make them afraid. When I have brought them back from the peoples and gathered them out of their enemies' lands and am sanctified in them in the sight of many nations, they will know that I am Yahweh their God and that I caused them to go into captivity among the nations and have gathered them to their own land then I will leave none of them captive any more. I won't hide my face from them any more, for I have poured out my Spirit on the house of Israel, says the Lord Yahweh. Chapter 40 In the twenty-fifth year of our captivity, in the beginning of the year, in the tenth day of the month, in the fourteenth year after the city was struck, in the same day Yahweh's hand was on me, and he brought me there. In the visions of God he brought me, into the land of Israel, and he set me down on a very high mountain, on which was something like the frame of a city to the south. He brought me there, and behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of bronze, with a line of flax in his hand, and with a measuring reed, and he stood in the gate. The man said to me, Son of man, see with your eyes, and hear with your ears, and set your heart on all that I will show you, for you have been brought here so that I may show them to you. Declare all that you see to the house of Israel. Behold, there was a wall on the outside of the house all around, and in the man's hand a measuring reed, six cubits long, of a cubit and a hand width each. So he measured the thickness of the building. One reed, and the height, one reed. Then he came to the gate, which looks toward the east, and went up its steps. He measured the threshold of the gate, one reed wide, and the other threshold, one reed wide. 
Every lodge was one reed long and one reed wide. Between the lodges was five cubits. The threshold of the gate, by the porch of the gate, toward the house, was one reed. He measured also the porch of the gate, toward the house, one reed. Then he measured the porch of the gate, eight cubits, and its posts, two cubits, and the porch of the gate was toward the house. The lodges of the gate eastward were three on this side and three on that side. The three of them were of one measure. The posts had one measure, on this side and on that side. He measured the width of the opening of the gate, ten cubits, and the length of the gate, thirteen cubits, and a border before the lodges, one cubit on this side, and a border, one cubit on that side, and the lodges, six cubits on this side, and six cubits on that side. He measured the gate from the roof of the one lodge to the roof of the other, a width of twenty-five cubits, door against door. He also made posts, sixty cubits, and the court reached to the posts around the gate. From the forefront of the gate, at the entrance to the forefront of the inner porch of the gate, were fifty cubits. There were closed windows to the lodges, and to the posts within the gate all around, and likewise to the arches. Windows were around inward. Palm trees were on each post. Then he brought me into the outer court. Behold, there were rooms and a pavement made for the court all around. Thirty rooms were on the pavement. The pavement was by the side of the gates, corresponding to the length of the gates, even the lower pavement. Then he measured the width from the forefront of the lower gate to the forefront of the inner court outside, one hundred cubits, both on the east and on the north. He measured the length and the width of the gate of the outer court, which faces toward the north. The lodges of it were three on this side and three on that side. Its posts and its arches were the same as the measure of the first gate. Its length was fifty cubits, and the width twenty-five cubits. Its windows, its arches, and its palm trees were the same as the measure of the gate which faces toward the east. They went up to it by seven steps. Its arches were before them. There was a gate to the inner court facing the other gate, on the north and on the east. He measured one hundred cubits from gate to gate. He led me toward the south, and behold, there was a gate toward the south, he measured its posts and its arches according to these measurements. There were windows in it and in its arches all around. Like those windows, the length was fifty cubits and the width twenty-five cubits. There were seven steps to go up to it, and its arches were before them. It had palm trees, one on this side and another on that side, on its posts. There was a gate to the inner court toward the south. He measured one hundred cubits from gate to gate toward the south. Then he brought me to the inner court by the south gate. He measured the south gate according to these measurements, with its lodges, its posts, and its arches, according to these measurements. There were windows in it, and in its arches all around. It was fifty cubits long and twenty-five cubits wide. There were arches all around, twenty-five cubits long and five cubits wide. Its arches were toward the outer court. Palm trees were on its posts. The ascent to it had eight steps. He brought me into the inner court toward the east. He measured the gate according to these measurements, with its lodges, its posts, and its arches, according to these measurements. There were windows in it, and in its arches all around. It was fifty cubits long, and twenty-five cubits wide. Its arches were toward the outer court. Palm trees were on its posts, on this side and on that side. The ascent to it had eight steps. He brought me to the north gate, and he measured it according to these measurements 
its lodges, its posts, and its arches. There were windows in it all around. The length was fifty cubits, and the width twenty-five cubits. Its posts were toward the outer court. Palm trees were on its posts, on this side and on that side. The ascent to it had eight steps. A room with its door was by the posts at the gates. They washed the burnt offering there. In the porch of the gate were two tables on this side and two tables on that side, on which to kill the burnt offering, the sin offering, and the trespass offering. On the one side, outside, as one goes up to the entry of the gate, toward the north, were two tables, and on the other side, which belonged to the porch of the gate, were two tables. Four tables were on this side, and four tables on that side, by the side of the gate, eight tables, on which they killed the sacrifices. There were four tables for the burnt offering, of cut stone, a cubit and a half long, and a cubit and a half wide, and one cubit high. They laid the instruments with which they killed the burnt offering and the sacrifice on them. The hooks, a hand-width long, were fastened within all around. The meat of the offering was on the tables. Outside of the inner gate were rooms for the singers in the inner court, which was at the side of the north gate. They faced toward the south. One at the side of the east gate faced toward the north. He said to me, This room which faces toward the south is for the priests, the keepers of the duty of the house. The room which faces toward the north is for the priests, the keepers of the duty of the altar. These are the sons of Zadok, who from among the sons of Levi come near to Yahweh to minister to him. He measured the court, one hundred cubits long and a hundred cubits wide, square. The altar was before the house. Then he brought me to the porch of the house and measured each post of the porch, five cubits on this side and five cubits on that side. The width of the gate was three cubits on this side and three cubits on that side. The length of the porch was twenty cubits and the width eleven cubits, even by the steps by which they went up to it. There were pillars by the posts, one on this side and another on that side. Chapter 41 He brought me to the temple and measured the posts, six cubits wide on the one side and six cubits wide on the other side, which was the width of the tent. The width of the entrance was ten cubits, and the sides of the entrance were five cubits on the one side and five cubits on the other side. He measured its length, forty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits. Then he went inward and measured each post of the entrance, two cubits, and the entrance, six cubits, and the width of the entrance, seven cubits. He measured its length, twenty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits, before the temple. He said to me, This is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the house, six cubits, and the width of every side room, four cubits, all around the house on every side. The side rooms were in three stories, one over another, and thirty in order. They entered into the wall which belonged to the house for the side rooms all around, that they might be supported and not penetrate the wall of the house. The side rooms were wider on the higher levels because the walls were narrower at the higher levels. Therefore the width of the house increased upward, and so one went up from the lowest level to the highest level through the middle level. I saw also that the house had a raised base all around. The foundations of the side rooms were a full reed of six great cubits. The thickness of the wall which was for the side rooms on the outside was five cubits. That which was left was the place of the side rooms that belonged to the house. Between the rooms was a width of twenty cubits, around the house on every side. 
The doors of the side rooms were toward an open area that was left, one door toward the north and another door toward the south. The width of the open area was five cubits all around. The building that was before the separate place at the side toward the west was seventy cubits wide, and the wall of the building was five cubits thick all around, and its length ninety cubits. So he measured the house, one hundred cubits long, and the separate place, and the building, with its walls, one hundred cubits long. Also the width of the face of the house, and of the separate place toward the east, one hundred cubits. He measured the length of the building before the separate place, which was at its back, and its galleries on the one side and on the other side, one hundred cubits from the inner temple and the porches of the court. The thresholds and the closed windows and the galleries all around on their three stories opposite the threshold, with wood ceilings all around, and from the ground up to the windows, now the windows were covered, to the space above the door, even to the inner house and outside, and by all the wall all around inside and outside by measure. It was made with cherubim and palm trees. A palm tree was between cherub and cherub, and every cherub had two faces, so that there was the face of a man toward the palm tree on the one side, and the face of a young lion toward the palm tree on the other side. It was made like this through all the house all around. Cherubim and palm trees were made from the ground to above the door. The wall of the temple was like this. As for the temple, the doorposts were squared. As for the face of the sanctuary, its appearance was as the appearance of the temple. The altar was of wood, three cubits high, and its length two cubits. Its corners, its length, and its walls were of wood. He said to me, This is the table that is before Yahweh. The temple and the sanctuary had two doors. The doors had two leaves each, two turning leaves, two for the one door and two leaves for the other door. There were made on them, on the doors of the temple, cherubim and palm trees, like those made on the walls. There was a threshold of wood on the face of the porch outside. There were closed windows and palm trees on the one side and on the other side, to the sides of the porch. This is how the side rooms of the house and the thresholds were arranged. Chapter 42 Then he brought me out into the outer court, the way toward the north. Then he brought me into the room that was opposite the separate place, and which was opposite the building toward the north. Before the length of one hundred cubits was the north door, and the width was fifty cubits. Opposite the twenty cubits which belonged to the inner court, and opposite the pavement which belonged to the outer court, was gallery against gallery in the third floor. Before the rooms was a walk of ten cubits width, inward, away of one cubit, and their doors were toward the north. Now the upper rooms were shorter, for the galleries took away from these more than from the lower and the middle of the building for they were in three stories, and they didn't have pillars as the pillars of the courts. Therefore the uppermost was set back more than the lowest, and the middle from the ground. The wall that was outside by the side of the rooms, toward the outer court, before the rooms, its length was fifty cubits. For the length of the rooms that were in the outer court was fifty cubits. Behold, before the temple were one hundred cubits. From under these rooms was the entry on the east side, as one goes into them from the outer court. In the thickness of the wall of the court, toward the east, before the separate place and before the building, there were rooms. The way before them was like the appearance of the rooms which were toward the north. According to their length, so was their width. And all their exits were both according to their fashions and according to their doors. According to the doors of the rooms, 
that were toward the south was a door at the head of the way, even the way directly before the wall toward the east, as one enters into them. Then he said to me, The north rooms and the south rooms, which are before the separate place, are the holy rooms, where the priests who are near to Yahweh shall eat the most holy things. There they shall lay the most holy things, with the meal offering, the sin offering, and the trespass offering, for the place is holy. When the priests enter in, then they shall not go out of the holy place into the outer court, but they shall lay their garments in which they minister there, for they are holy. Then they shall put on other garments, and shall approach that which is for the people. Now when he had finished measuring the inner house, he brought me out by the way of the gate which faces toward the east, and measured it all around. He measured on the east side with the measuring reed five hundred reeds, with the measuring reed all around. He measured on the north side five hundred reeds, with the measuring reed all around. He measured on the south side five hundred reeds, with the measuring reed. He turned about to the west side and measured five hundred reeds, with the measuring reed. He measured it on the four sides. It had a wall around it, the length five hundred, and the width five hundred, to make a separation between that which was holy and that which was common. Chapter 43 Afterward he brought me to the gate, even the gate that looks toward the east. Behold, the glory of the God of Israel came up in the way of the east. His voice was like the sound of many waters, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. It was according to the appearance of the vision which I saw, even according to the vision which I saw when I came to destroy the city. And the visions were like the vision that I saw by the river Chebar, and I fell on my face. Yahweh's glory came into the house by the way of the gate which faces toward the east. The Spirit took me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, Yahweh's glory filled the house. I heard one speaking to me out of the house, and a man stood by me. He said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne, and the place of the soles of my feet, where I dwell among the children of Israel forever. The house of Israel will no more defile my holy name, neither they nor their kings, by their prostitution, and by the dead bodies of their kings in their high places, in their setting of their threshold by my threshold, and their doorpost beside my doorpost. There was a wall between me and them, and they have defiled my holy name by their abominations which they have committed. Therefore I have consumed them in my anger. Now let me put away their prostitution and the dead bodies of their kings far from me. Then I will dwell among them forever. You, son of man, show the house to the house of Israel, that they may be ashamed of their iniquities, and let them measure the pattern. If they are ashamed of all that they have done, Make known to them the form of the house, and its fashion, and its exits, and its entrances, and all its forms, and all its ordinances, and all its forms, and all its laws, and write them in their sight, that they may keep the whole form of it, and all its ordinances, and do them. This is the law of the house. On the top of the mountain, the whole limit around it shall be most holy. Behold, this is the law of the house. These are the measurements of the altar by cubits. The cubit is a cubit and a hand width. The bottom shall be a cubit, and the width a cubit, and its border around its edge a span. And this shall be the base of the altar. From the bottom on the ground to the lower ledge shall be two cubits, and the width one cubit. 
and from the lesser ledge to the greater ledge shall be four cubits, and the width a cubit. The upper altar shall be four cubits, and from the altar hearth and upward there shall be four horns. The altar hearth shall be twelve cubits long by twelve wide, square, in its four sides. The ledge shall be fourteen cubits long by fourteen wide in its four sides, and the border about it shall be half a cubit. And its bottom shall be a cubit around, and its steps shall look toward the east. He said to me, Son of man, the Lord Yahweh says, These are the ordinances of the altar in the day when they make it, to offer burnt offerings on it, and to sprinkle blood on it. You shall give to the Levitical priests, who are of the offspring of Zadok, who are near to me, to minister to me, says the Lord Yahweh, a young bull for a sin offering. You shall take of its blood, and put it on its four horns, and on the four corners of the ledge, and on the border all around. You shall cleanse it, and make atonement for it that way. You shall also take the bull of the sin offering, and it shall be burned in the appointed place of the house, outside of the sanctuary. On the second day you shall offer a male goat, without defect for a sin offering, and they shall cleanse the altar, as they cleansed it with the bull. When you have finished cleansing it, you shall offer a young bull without defect, and a ram out of the flock without defect. You shall bring them near to Yahweh, and the priests shall cast salt on them, and they shall offer them up for a burnt offering to Yahweh. Seven days you shall prepare every day a goat for a sin offering. They shall also prepare a young bull, and a ram out of the flock without defect. Seven days shall they make atonement for the altar and purify it. So shall they consecrate it. When they have accomplished the days, it shall be that on the eighth day and forward the priests shall make your burnt offerings on the altar and your peace offerings. Then I will accept you, says the Lord Yahweh. Chapter 44 then he brought me back by the way of the outer gate of the sanctuary, which looks toward the east, and it was shut. Yahweh said to me, This gate shall be shut, it shall not be opened, no man shall enter in by it, for Yahweh, the God of Israel, has entered in by it, therefore it shall be shut. As for the prince, he shall sit in it as prince to eat bread before Yahweh. He shall enter by the way of the porch of the gate, and shall go out the same way. Then he brought me by the way of the north gate before the house, and I looked, and behold, Yahweh's glory filled Yahweh's house, so I fell on my face. Yahweh said to me, Son of man, mark well, and see with your eyes, and hear with your ears all that I tell you concerning all the ordinances of Yahweh's house, and all its laws, and mark well the entrance of the house, with every exit of the sanctuary. You shall tell the rebellious, even the house of Israel. Lord Yahweh says, You house of Israel, let that be enough of all your abominations, in that you have brought in foreigners, uncircumcised in heart and uncircumcised in flesh, to be in my sanctuary, to profane it, even my house, when you offer my bread, the fat and the blood, and they have broken my covenant, to add all your abominations. You have not performed the duty of my holy things, but you have set performers of my duty in my sanctuary for yourselves. The Lord Yahweh says, No foreigner, uncircumcised in heart and uncircumcised in flesh, shall enter into my sanctuary, of any foreigners who are among the children of Israel. 
but the Levites, who went far from me, when Israel went astray, who went astray from me after their idols, they will bear their iniquity. Yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary, having oversight at the gates of the house, and ministering in the house. They shall kill the burnt offering and the sacrifice for the people, and they shall stand before them to minister to them, because they ministered to them before their idols, and became a stumbling block of iniquity to the house of Israel. Therefore I have lifted up my hand against them, says the Lord Yahweh, and they will bear their iniquity. They shall not come near to me to execute the office of a priest to me, nor to come near to any of my holy things, to the things that are most holy. But they will bear their shame and their abominations which they have committed. Yet I will make them performers of the duty of the house for all its service, and for all that will be done therein. But the Levitical priests, the sons of Zadok, who perform the duty of my sanctuary, when the children of Israel went astray from me, shall come near to me to minister to me. They shall stand before me to offer to me the fat and the blood, says the Lord Yahweh. They shall enter into my sanctuary, and they shall come near to my table to minister to me, and they shall keep my instruction. It will be that, when they enter in at the gates of the inner court, they shall be clothed with linen garments. No wool shall come on them, while they minister in the gates of the inner court and within. They shall have linen turbans on their heads, and shall have linen trousers on their waists. They shall not clothe themselves with anything that makes them sweat. When they go out into the outer court, even into the outer court of the people, they shall put off their garments, in which they minister, and lay them in the holy rooms. They shall put on other garments, that they not sanctify the people with their garments. They shall not shave their heads, or allow their locks to grow long. They shall only cut off the hair of their heads. None of the priests shall drink wine when they enter into the inner court. They shall not take for their wives a widow, or her who is put away, but they shall take virgins of the offspring of the house of Israel, or a widow who is the widow of a priest. They shall teach my people the difference between the holy and the common, and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. In a controversy, they shall stand to judge. They shall judge it according to my ordinances. They shall keep my laws and my statutes in all my appointed feasts. They shall make my Sabbaths holy. They shall go in to no dead person to defile themselves, but for father or for mother, or for son or for daughter, for brother or for sister who has had no husband, they may defile themselves. After he is cleansed, they shall reckon to him seven days. In the day that he goes into the sanctuary, into the inner court, to minister in the sanctuary, he shall offer his sin offering, says the Lord Yahweh. They shall have an inheritance, I am their inheritance, and you shall give them no possession in Israel, I am their possession. They shall eat the meal offering, and the sin offering, and the trespass offering, and every devoted thing in Israel shall be theirs. The first of all the first fruits of everything, and every offering of everything, of all your offerings, shall be for the priest. You shall also give to the priests the first of your dough, to cause a blessing to rest on your house. The priest shall not eat of anything that dies of itself, or is torn, whether it is bird or animal. Chapter 45 Moreover, when you divide by lot the land for inheritance, you shall offer an offering to Yahweh, a holy portion of the land. The length shall be the length of twenty-five thousand reeds, and the width 
shall be ten thousand. It shall be holy in all its border all around. Of this there shall be a five hundred by five hundred square for the holy place, and fifty cubits for its pasture lands all around. Of this measure you shall measure a length of twenty-five thousand, and a width of ten thousand. It shall be the sanctuary which is most holy. It is a holy portion of the land. It shall be for the priests, the ministers of the sanctuary, who come near to minister to Yahweh. It shall be a place for their houses, and a holy place for the sanctuary. Twenty-five thousand in length, and ten thousand in width, shall be for the Levites, the ministers of the house, as a possession for themselves, for twenty rooms. You shall appoint the possession of the city, five thousand wide, and twenty-five thousand long, side by side with the offering of the holy portion. It shall be for the whole house of Israel. What is for the priest shall be on the one side and on the other side of the holy offering, and of the possession of the city, in front of the holy offering, and in front of the possession of the city, on the west side westward, and on the east side eastward, and in length answerable to one of the portions, from the west border to the east border. In the land it shall be to him for a possession in Israel. My princes shall no more oppress my people, but they shall give the land of the house of Israel according to their tribes. The Lord Yahweh says, Let it suffice you, princes of Israel, remove violence and plunder, and execute justice and righteousness. Dispossessing my people, says the Lord Yahweh, you shall have just balances, a just ephah, and a just bath. The ephah and the bath shall be of one measure, that the bath may contain one-tenth of a homer, and the ephah one-tenth of a homer. Its measure shall be the same as a homer. The shekel shall be twenty giras. Twenty shekels plus twenty-five shekels plus fifteen shekels shall be your mina. This is the offering that you shall offer. The sixth part of an ephah from a homer of wheat, and you shall give the sixth part of an ephah from a homer of barley, and the set portion of oil, of the bath of oil, one-tenth of a bath, out of the core, which is ten baths, even a homer for ten baths are a homer, and the one lamb of the flock, out of two hundred, and one lamb of the flock out of two hundred, from the well-watered pastures of Israel, for a meal offering, and for a burnt offering, and for peace offerings, to make atonement for them, says the Lord Yahweh. All the people of the land shall give to this offering for the prince in Israel. It shall be the prince's part to give the burnt offerings, the meal offerings, and the drink offerings, and the feasts, and on the new moons, and on the Sabbaths, and all the appointed feasts of the house of Israel, he shall prepare the sin offering, the meal offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings, to make atonement for the house of Israel. The Lord Yahweh says, In the first month, in the first day of the month, you shall take a young bull without defect, and you shall cleanse the sanctuary. The priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering, and put it on the doorposts of the house, and on the four corners of the ledge of the altar, and on the posts of the gate of the inner court. So you shall do on the seventh day of the month for everyone who errs, and for him who is simple. So you shall make atonement for the house. In the first month, in the fourteenth day of the month, you shall have the Passover, a feast of seven days. Unleavened bread shall be eaten. On that day the prince shall prepare for himself and for all the people of the land a bull for a sin offering. The seven days of the feast he shall prepare a burnt offering to Yahweh, seven bulls and seven rams without defect daily in the seven days, and a male goat daily for sin offering. 
he shall prepare a meal offering, an ephah for a bull and an ephah for a ram, and a hen of oil to an ephah. In the seventh month, in the fifteenth day of the month, in the feast, he shall do like that for seven days, according to the sin offering, according to the burnt offering, and according to the meal offering, and according to the oil. Chapter 46 The Lord Yahweh says, The gate of the inner court that looks toward the east shall be shut the six working days, but on the Sabbath day it shall be opened, and on the day of the new moon it shall be opened. The prince shall enter by the way of the porch of the gate outside, and shall stand by the post of the gate, and the priest shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, and he shall worship at the threshold of the gate. Then he shall go out, but the gate shall not be shut until the evening. The people of the land shall worship at the door of that gate before Yahweh, on the Sabbaths and on the new moons. The burnt offering that the prince shall offer to Yahweh shall be on the Sabbath day, six lambs without defect and a ram without defect. And the meal offering shall be an ephah for the ram, and the meal offering for the lambs as he is able to give, and a hin of oil to an ephah. On the day of the new moon it shall be a young bull without defect, and six lambs and a ram. They shall be without defect. He shall prepare a meal offering, an ephah for the bull, and an ephah for the ram, and for the lambs according as he is able, and a hin of oil to an ephah. When the prince enters, he shall go in by the way of the porch of the gate, and he shall go out by its way. But when the people of the land come before Yahweh, in the appointed feasts, he who enters by the way of the north gate to worship shall go out by the way of the south gate, and he who enters by the way of the south gate shall go out by the way of the north gate. He shall not return by the way of the gate by which he came in, but shall go out straight before him. The prince shall go in with them when they go in. When they go out, he shall go out. In the feasts and in the solemnities, the meal offering shall be an ephah for a bull, and an ephah for a ram, and for the lambs as he is able to give, and a hin of oil to an ephah. When the prince prepares a free will offering, a burnt offering, or peace offerings as a free will offering to Yahweh, he shall open for him the gate that looks toward the east, and he shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, as he does on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and after his going out, one shall shut the gate. You shall prepare a lamb a year old without defect for a burnt offering to Yahweh daily. Morning by morning you shall prepare it. You shall prepare a meal offering with it morning by morning, the sixth part of an ephah, and the third part of a hen of oil to moisten the fine flour, a meal offering to Yahweh continually by a perpetual ordinance. Thus they shall prepare the lamb, the meal offering, and the oil, morning by morning, for a continual burnt offering. The Lord Yahweh says, If the prince gives a gift to any of his sons, it is his inheritance. It should belong to his sons. It is their portion by inheritance. But if he gives of his inheritance a gift to one of his servants, it shall be his to the year of liberty. Then it shall return to the prince. But as for his inheritance, it shall be for his sons. Moreover, the prince shall not take of the people's inheritance, to thrust them out of their possession. He shall give inheritance to his sons out of his own possession, that my people not each be scattered from his possession. Then he brought me through the entry, which was at the side of the gate, into the holy rooms for the priests, which looked toward the north. Behold, there was a place on the back part westward. He said to me, This is the place where the priest shall boil the trespass offering and the sin offering. 
and where they shall bake the meal offering, that they not bring them out into the outer court to sanctify the people. Then he brought me out into the outer court, and caused me to pass by the four corners of the court. And behold, in every corner of the court there was a court. In the four corners of the court there were courts enclosed, forty cubits long and thirty wide. These four in the corners were the same size. There was a wall around in them, around the four, and boiling places were made under the walls all around. Then he said to me, These are the boiling houses, where the ministers of the house shall boil the sacrifice of the people. Chapter 47 He brought me back to the door of the house, and behold, water is flowed out from under the threshold of the house eastward, for the front of the house faced toward the east. The waters came down from underneath, from the right side of the house, and on the south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the gate northward, and led me around by the way outside to the outer gate, by the way of the gate that looks toward the east. Behold, waters ran out on the right side. When the man went out eastward with the line in his hand, he measured one thousand cubits, and he caused me to pass through the waters, waters that were to the ankles. Again he measured one thousand, and caused me to pass through the waters, waters that were to the knees. Again he measured one thousand, and caused me to pass through the waters that were to the waist. Afterward he measured one thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass through, for the waters had risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be walked through. He said to me, Son of man, have you seen? Then he brought me, and caused me to return to the bank of the river. Now, when I had returned, behold, on the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then he said to me, These waters flow out of the eastern region, and will go down into the Arabah. Then they will go toward the sea, and flow into the sea, which will be made to flow out, and the waters will be healed. It will happen that every living creature which swarms in every place where the rivers come will live. Then there will be a very great multitude of fish, for these waters have come there, and the waters of the sea will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river comes. It will happen that fishermen will stand by it. From in Gedi even to in Eglaim will be a place for the spreading of nets. Their fish will be after their kinds, as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But the miry places of it and its marshes will not be healed, but will be given up to salt. By the river on its bank, on this side and on that side, will grow every tree for food, whose leaf won't wither, neither will its fruit fail. It will produce new fruit every month, because its waters issue out of the sanctuary. Its fruit will be for food, and its leaf for healing. The Lord Yahweh says, This shall be the border by which you shall divide the land for inheritance, according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. You shall inherit it, one as well as another for I swore to give it to your fathers. This land will fall to you for inheritance. This shall be the border of the land. On the north side, from the great sea, by the way of Hethlon, to the entrance of Zedad, Hamath, Berathah, Sibraim, which is between the border of Damascus and the border of Hamath, Hazar-Hetakon, which is by the border of Haran, the border from the sea, shall be Hazar-Enon, at the border of Damascus. On the north, northward is the border of Hamath. This is the north side. The east side between Haran and Damascus and Gilead and the land of Israel shall be the Jordan. From the north border to the east sea you shall measure. This is the east side. The south side, southward, shall be from Tamar 
as far as the waters of Meriboth, Kadesh to the brook, to the great sea, this is the south side southward. The west side shall be the great sea, and the south border as far as opposite the entrance of Hamath, this is the west side. So you shall divide this land to yourselves according to the tribes of Israel. It will happen that you shall divide it by lot for an inheritance to you and to the aliens who live among you, who will father children among you. Then they shall be to you as the native-born among the children of Israel. They shall have inheritance with you among the tribes of Israel. It shall happen that in whatever tribe the stranger lives, there you shall give him his inheritance, says the Lord Yahweh. Chapter 48 Now these are the names of the tribes. From the north end, beside the way of Hethlon, to the entrance of Hamath, Hazer, and Non, at the border of Damascus, northward, beside Hamath, and they shall have their sides, east and west, Dan, one portion. By the border of Dan, from the east side to the west side, Asher, one portion. By the border of Asher, from the east side even to the west side, Naphtali, one portion. By the border of Naphtali, from the east side to the west side, Manasseh, one portion. By the border of Manasseh, from the east side to the west side, Ephraim, one portion. By the border of Ephraim, from the east side even to the west side, Reuben, one portion. By the border of Reuben, from the east side to the west side, Judah, one portion. By the border of Judah, from the east side to the west side, shall be the offering, which you shall offer, twenty-five thousand reeds in width, and in length as one of the portions, from the east side to the west side, and the sanctuary shall be in the middle of it. The offering that you shall offer to Yahweh shall be twenty-five thousand reeds in length, and ten thousand in width. For these, even for the priests, shall be the holy offering, toward the north, twenty-five thousand in length, and toward the west, ten thousand in width and toward the east, ten thousand in width, and toward the south, twenty-five thousand in length. And the sanctuary of Yahweh shall be in the middle of it. It shall be for the priests who are sanctified of the sons of Zadok, who have kept my instruction, who didn't go astray when the children of Israel went astray, as the Levites went astray. It shall be to them an offering from the offering of the land, a most holy thing, by the border of the Levites answerable to the border of the priests, the Levites shall have twenty-five thousand in length and ten thousand in width. All the length shall be twenty-five thousand and the width ten thousand. They shall sell none of it, nor exchange it, nor shall the first fruits of the land be alienated, for it is holy to Yahweh. The five thousand that are left in the width in front of the twenty-five thousand shall be for common use for the city, for dwelling, and for pasture lands, and the city shall be in the middle of it. These shall be its measurements, the north side, four thousand and five hundred, and the south side, four thousand and five hundred, and on the east side, four thousand and five hundred, and on the west side, four thousand and five hundred. The city shall have pasture lands, toward the north, two hundred fifty, and toward the south, two hundred fifty, and toward the east, two hundred fifty, toward the west, two hundred fifty. The remainder in the length, alongside the holy offering, shall be ten thousand eastward, and ten thousand westward, and it shall be alongside the holy offering. Its increase shall be for food to those who labor in the city. Those who labor in the city, out of all the tribes of Israel, shall cultivate it. All the offering shall be a square of twenty-five thousand by twenty-five thousand. You shall offer it as a holy offering with the possession of the city. The remainder shall be for the prince, on the one side and on the other of the holy offering, and of the possession of the city 
in front of the 25,000 of the offering toward the east border, and westward in front of the 25,000 toward the west border, alongside the portions. It shall be for the prince. The holy offering and the sanctuary of the house shall be in the middle of it. Moreover, from the possession of the Levites, and from the possession of the city, beginning in the middle of which is the prince's, between the border of Judah and the border of Benjamin, shall be for the prince. As for the rest of the tribes, from the east side to the west side, Benjamin, one portion. By the border of Benjamin, from the east side to the west side, Simeon, one portion. By the border of Simeon, from the east side to the west side, Issachar, one portion. By the border of Issachar, from the east side to the west side, Zebulun, one portion. By the border of Zebulun, from the east side to the west side, Gad, one portion. By the border of Gad, at the south side southward, the border shall be even from Tamar to the waters of Miriath Kadesh, to the brook, to the great sea. This is the land which you shall divide by lot to the tribes of Israel for inheritance, and these are their several portions, says the Lord Yahweh. These are the exits of the city, on the north side, 4,500 reeds by measure, and the gates of the city shall be named after the tribes of Israel. Three gates northward, the gate of Reuben, one, the gate of Judah, one, the gate of Levi, one. At the east side, 4,500 reeds and three gates, even the gate of Joseph, one, the gate of Benjamin, one, the gate of Dan, one. At the south side, 4,000 and five hundred reeds by measure, and three gates, the gate of Simeon, one, the gate of Issachar, one, the gate of Zebulun, one. At the west side, four thousand and five hundred reeds, with their three gates, the gate of Gad, one, the gate of Asher, one, the gate of Naphtali, one. It shall be eighteen thousand reeds around, and the name of the city from that day shall be, Yahweh is there. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.